Hi, welcome to Code Conversations. Today we're talking to Jimmy Campbell. What are you going to show us, Jimmy? Uh, today we're going to be talking about the Microsoft IS Administration API. So it's a new REST-based API that the IS team is working on to allow consumers to completely configure IIS uh, over HTTP. So you can use any kind of client you want, whether it be a mobile phone or PowerShell or whatever you want, and you can configure your web servers. So things like creating a creating a web application or, or right your websites your app pools all of your iOS resources you can do that right here awesome okay uh, since this is code conversations I want to jump into some code today and I want to kind of give a lay of the land of how somebody who is going to start contributing to this repo uh, what maybe some things they might want to know okay cool so the Microsoft IIS Administration API comes with this built-in API Explorer. You can see it on my screen right now. So every endpoint that's exposed to the API shows up in this tool right here. We have certificates, files, and the web server itself. So any IIS configuration is going to appear when I click on the web server. So here we have endpoints for IIS. We see we have authentication, authorization, application pools, all standard things that server administrators are going to know are the bread and butter of what makes IIS great. So this is all linked through and so I can click on this and I can see what the HTTP response is that I'm going to get when I make that call. Exactly. Awesome. So this is really useful for finding out what this API exposes. Cool. Uh, this tool right here. And now for as far as the architecture of the Microsoft IIS administration API goes, all these links right here are plugins inside of the IS administration application. Okay. So this is a .NET Core, ASP.NET Core application. We have, we have one, one main DLL, the mm -hmm. Microsoft IS administration DLL. That bootstraps the application, loads these plugins, such as the default document plugin, the authentication plugin, the authorization plugin, and those plugins expose endpoints. Okay. So they have their own controllers. Some even register middleware. So it's it's a that's very it, interesting. It, and that's something I hear from people. People ask like, how do I do a plugin-based ASP.NET application? So that's really interesting to see you've done that. Then. Right. Right. So the web server plugin itself exposes things regarding IIS that the main application has no idea about. Wow. So controllers and things like that. So today I want to get into the code and just show exactly how we constructed this cool. and how it, how it acts. So this right here is the startup code for the IS administration API. This is the main. Can you zoom in on that real quick? Oh, yes, I can. Perfect. Okay. Uh, maybe a little bit more. I'm old. OK, there we go. So here we have the startup code for the IS administration API. It's just a regular ASP.NET Core application, and you see it right here. The, it's doing what you would expect sample code to do for ASP.NET Core. It has con the configure services call, and it also has the configure call. So that's where it's adding services, and that's where it's using the services that it adds okay. to the container. Now, as far as our plugin model goes, you can see that when we start off, we load a modules JSON file. So this is going to be a text file which says all the plugins for, I, uh, for the administration API, mm -hmm. uh, whether we want them to be loaded or they're disabled, what they are. Now we create a module loader using that modules JSON file, and then we load them all. 
So we go to the definition of load here. Or actually, tell you what. Go to the module loader. So here's where it all happens. We call load module. We pretty much scan for the uh, plugins. They're all DLLs dropped into the product folder. We load them in. They all implement a startup type. Okay. And the iModule interface. So if I go to an example plugin over here, you can see this is a startup and it is extended from base module. And base model base module implements iModule. So the main application is going to load Microsoft IS administration.webserver.sites, get the startup class, and then what it's going to do is treat it like its own ASP.NET Core application. Oh wow. It's going to allow it to add services. Okay. And it's going to allow it to use services. So it's just you're on your own. It's like you don't even have to think about the fact that you're a plugin. So it can register controllers and all that stuff. So from the point of view of somebody using like looking at this code, like number one, this is great for a plugin author if they if they wanted to create their own plugin. Is that mm -hmm. possible to do? Uh, yeah, so this approach is viable wherever. So the fact that AS, the main application has such a good model for registering and then using, you can definitely duplicate that in your plugins. And if you just provide that interface, you can, yeah, absolutely do the same thing we're doing. Awesome. Uh, just kind of duplicating that behavior. Cool. So yeah, that's the general architecture of how the administration API works. We have plugins all being loaded by one main application. And as one last thing on our agenda, I just want to show that it's open source. Uh, here's the repository right here. And these are all the plugins in the main application, just like I was talking about. So if you want to go ahead and start contributing, here's where you get started. All right. Awesome, thanks. Very cool. Thanks so much. Thank <music> you.